Welcome to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. You are listening to Ask the Jurist, hosted by Tisha Mocha. Every Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, PST, 10 a.m., CST, noon. Enjoy. If you hear about reparations, get this very firmly fixed in your mind. You're not here for a parlor discussion. It's not something to talk about that's nice. If you don't get reparations, black folk, you're through in this country. Maybe that very specific for you. You see, what's happening to black Americans is that black Americans have been systematically, socially engineered into the lowest level of a real-life monopoly game. You do not own and control a sufficient amount of anything to be competitive in America. And you get, you've been marginalized now for 400 years. You're getting ready to be buried. You can get buried under at least a whole broad groups of ambiguous groupings. That's everything from culture groups, language groups, and gender groups. You're going down. You, it's no longer an issue. You better get reparations and get it fast. Cinema Kasala Udin is a certified tribal jurist operating under the jurisdiction of the Aboriginal Republic of North America. He specializes in self-administered reparations for the so-called Negro in America. His indigenous law firm, Oslahun Khan, currently operates in Region 1 in conjunction with Dr. Powhatun Shiamaru Estates, specializing in indigenous nationality, tax law, corporate law, and personal injury law. For Aboriginal entrepreneurs looking to scale their businesses, they also offer business credit consulting. He also holds a master's degree in information technology and 12 information security certifications. Without further ado, please welcome your host, Sinamaka Sala Udin. Yeah, today we're going to be talking about what do we do after we get our paperwork? What do we do once we're nationalized? I have my partner. From the Ocean Hong Kong uh, law firm, Amina, uh, with me, so she's going to help us discuss this. I'm going to start off with a, uh, to let y'all know. In the light of the Kyle Rittenhouse's verdict, it is so important today that we all nationalize and take control of our own life and do things that we need because no one has given us any. A quote from Robert Mumbai So you decided your name, your nationality, religion, and tribe. And you spend the rest of your life defending something you didn't even choose. Don't you see this makes you a fool? Wake up, people. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Amina, you here with us? Peace, brother. Yes, sir. I'm here. And Amina, how did you feel when you first got your package? When I first got my package, I felt like I had won the lottery. I felt 
as though I, <laughs> honestly, I felt like a free slave. I felt like now I could begin to live in an, an autonomous life and, you know, just be, just live freely under the God given laws. Yes, 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 ma'am. Here you go. You got your package. You open it up. And the first page you get is a greetings family from the Shiamaru tribe. You have all these documents in it. Some of it got fancy seals on it. Some say you need a notary. So what I'm going to do today is we're going to go through document to document. Uh, what do you do with these documents? First document is your certification of nationality. And I'm going to read this right off so you guys understand. And I'm not putting it in my own words. This document is sealed by your Arna Juris. Keep this as evidence of your indigenous nationality with the IPA and Arna. For the second document, the Tribal Certification of Nationality, you need that notarized, authenticated at your county authentication office or city hall building. Second form you're going to get, your name correction. Your new tribal name that most likely you went through a reading with Dr. Powertoon and you guys have came upon a name that you decided that will represent you as you're moving forward, this document is also sealed by ARNA. This serves as evidence of your proper name spelling grammatically, properly first letter, capital additional letters, and lowercase. This document must be kept to prove your name correction was done by your tribe as a legal name change in your tribal court. Next document we're going to go to, name correction two. This document is needed to be notarized. Use your national ID as evidence of this then the big one your genealogy report this is a standard report that's based on honor department of genealogy you meet the bcs standard to be indigenous this document also reports all treaties that apply to your ancestors keep this document in a safe place it is sealed by honor aboriginal jurors extended genealogy reports are also available cancellation of birth certificates this document also needs to be um, notarized or authenticated. And then you're going to get your Aboriginal Trust and you're going to get your Trust Agreement for addition. Also what you're going to receive is you're going to receive a uh, Affidavit of Business Incorporation as your Tribal Trust. You're going to get an EIN for your Tribal Estate. And these documents are the documents that you need to take that first step and open up your Irrevocable Trust Bank account. Amina, could you explain that process? Peace, brother. Yes, sir. So once you get this document, you are going to take it to, um, we suggest that you take it to Wells Fargo because they are more familiar with handling tribal trust accounts. Um, you get that irrevocable trust agreement. You take it to Wells Fargo, open up your business account. Once you open up your business account, you are now able to operate your business correctly according to the, the you know the tribal guidelines but typically um, some banks depending on what state you're in they they sometimes they're not familiar some banks in some states are not familiar with the process so anyone that um, Oshlahome can law firm is doing business with we suggest that you give them our business account information as a format of how to go about uh, setting up your business bank account. That's great information, great information. Next, we want to talk about the tax exempt form and how do you move with that tax exempt form. 
So the tax exempt form also comes into your uh, documentation, and you'll use that tax exempt form to go to different uh, stores and uh, places in where you want to use your tax exempt. Another thing we want to talk about is once you set up your tribal trust bank account, you will then be sending out to you your uh, I, your tribal ID and your tribal tax exempt form, tax exempt ID. Now, I always want to be upfront and honest with everyone in the audience. Like the minister said earlier, not everyone knows about us, and not everyone agrees with our rights. So when you go to the store and you're using your tax exemption, be very patient and just explain what it is. It's on your ID, and you'll get your tax exemption. Every time you go to a new store, they don't know, and you have to teach them. So not only are you getting your rights for tax exemption, but you're also teaching them who we are and what our rights are as indigenous people. Anna, do you have anything else to say on that note? Yes, you do have to be patient with every store that you go to in achieving your tax exemption. Also, with some places like um, Airbnb, you have to pay for the taxes up front, and then you have to call back, verify your stay, and they will reimburse your um, your taxes. So it's a different process for each company that you go to, but it's worth it's worth whatever hassle you may perceive it to be in getting that tax exemption. So, like Tishimoka said, you do have to be patient throughout this process because um, one. They a lot of a lot of people look at you like, who are you? Why are you receiving tax exemptions? And it's it's okay. I mean, just explain it to them, <clears throat> and then if they don't understand it, that's fine. But still, move throughout the process till you receive your tax exemption. That is your right. Indeed, indeed. Another thing with a tax exemption is very big on is with people who are, are entrepreneurs and also people who who work um everyday jobs. So you also need to uh, show to your job that tax exemption form that you're entitled to that tax exemption. Fill out a new W-9 and, and uh, stand by your rights so that you're not paying uh, taxes on your wages. If you're an entrepreneur, you need to operate under your trust account. If you were an entrepreneur before you became an owner, you need to also incorporate all your companies under your tribal trust account because that's what's tax exempt, your tribal trust account. And everything should fall under that EIN Now, next, you got your paperwork, you got your IDs, you're all in, everything's done, you got your ID. There are so many things in the Aboriginal Republic of North America that you can get involved in that will help you to expand your life. You have our Indigenous Cosmology, you have our Jewish Program, and you also have our Medical Association. And you can learn those different fields to make sure that you understand how to live in this life. You want to eventually get to a carbon-based diet so that you can live longer and, and prosper in life. There's functions that go on with honor coming up after this Ramadan. Our indigenous Ramadan starts December 1st. There will be a Ramadan ball that will be held in um, Atlanta. You can get online. It's the next page that shows you all the things that are available as a tribal member. Do you have anything to add to that? No, you stated it all, but I do want to go back to the W-9 form. That is very, very important as a new national and as a national period that we understand the W-9 form because that um, 
solidifies how we move and how we are connected in business, how we interface in business with the U.S. jurisdiction. That is super important in um, how we move with, with tax exemptions. That is exactly how we have to do at the Ocean Hills Current Law Firm, we want to let you know that, like she said earlier, we will walk you through the process. We don't do this just because we're trying to get you money. We truly believe in nationalization and we believe in customer service. And we want to make sure that all our new brothers and sisters and our current brothers and sisters are well taken care of as far as their legal, legal terms and that we help them to grow and be national and move forward in their lives and the Abbey Republic of North America. Next, we're going to see if we have any questions from the audience on what to do after you nationalize. I have a question. And my question is, when you're saying carbon-based diet, I'd like just some information on what that means from any of you guys. That would actually be me because I'm still learning that myself as I'm applying it, but I'm mean, great at it. She cooks great at it. Uh, I don't know if I would say I'm great at it. I'm striving to be great at it also. A carbon-based diet, meaning that you are eating foods and vegetables that that apply to your nature, that you're not eating anything that that is nitrous, nitrous, um, such as mushrooms, such as um, anything that will impact your health. Like Chief Ali gave us a whole guideline of a food list of foods that we eat and foods that we stay away from in order to prolong life. So um, that does that answer your question? I thank you so much. I thank you so much. I believe uh, Jay Ali had a question. Thank you, Jay. Yes. How you doing? Uh, peace of the gods and goddesses. Uh, could you uh, please walk us through... Um uh, using tax exemptions when purchasing uh, vehicles. I know uh, I live in the state of Texas, and uh, they have very specific uh, procedures when it comes to uh, purchasing vehicles uh, uh, and trying to uh, you know get exempt from uh, sales tax. I don't know if everyone lives in different states that has different laws. Could you kind of speak on to that on how to properly uh, use the tax exemption with regards to purchasing vehicles. That that can be a lengthy process. Um, I at one point in my life have uh, done overseas car sales and car sales here in the U.S. And what you have to understand is you have to understand car dealerships first. Their bottom line is to get you out of there, to get you to buy as much and to add as much on to your purchase as possible, so that they can get their money. So you have to go in there with your ID, with your uh, taxes and paperwork. You have your um, EIN paperwork. You have your taxes and paperwork that also comes from the IRS. You have your tax exemption that comes from um, honor itself. So you need to bring that documentation up there. Also, I try to tell everyone that once you become nationalized, it is better to operate under that EIN. So when you get that new EIN, it's like having a a new number. You don't, you don't have any history to that. So that's why it's so important to build business credit. So if you build business credit under that EIN number, at that point when you go to purchase that, that entity that you're purchasing under is already tax exempt. The documentation that go along with that EIN number 
your tribal name, the state, is already tax exempt. You have documentation from the federal government that says that. And at that point, that car dealership is required to remove all of those taxes from there. And if they don't, as a national union, to separate yourself and go to another car dealership that is going to honor your rights, because whether it's one Chevy car dealership or another. Any more questions about it? No, thank you. I had a question because uh, I'm curious. You know how you, you nationalize and then someone kind of like, uh, you know the saying, you can't serve two masters. So kind of like uh, when you have a business account and your personal account and they always tell you not to co-mingle. Do, do you have those issues with clients that they just got nationalized, but they're still operating under the their other name, right? So how do you deal with that? Um, the best way to do with that is when I talk to people in Amino and we're talking to new nationals, the first, one of the first steps after you're notarizing all your paperwork is to open up that tribal trust account. And I push business credit a lot with that tribal trust account. And I tell all my clients that that is the most protected account that you have against loans and anyone coming after you. So you should pull all your income through that account and then go through the tier steps that we offer you that will allow you to build business credit in that tribal trust account, and then you don't have to worry about using that personal account no more because you have already collected your nationality and your status in this country. Thank you. That was awesome. Up next, uh, uh, Simni? Hi, yes. Um, this is actually Simni's wife. We're listening together. Um, my name is Jackie, and... Um, I just had a question as far as nationalizing. So um, my husband, Sydney, he nationalized um, before I did. And so I'm currently looking to um, now nationalize. And we have a little one who will be one here um, in December. Um, and so as far as nationalizing with a child, is it something that is a separate process that we will have to do for him individually? Or is it something that happens through me as his mother being nationalized? Uh, when you receive your intake form with the jurist that you're working with, or if you want to reach out to me or Amina, um, it will have a section on there where you list your child that you want to have nationalized. And you being a parent, you will nationalize your child along with your people. Okay, got it. Thank you. Yeah, because when Simi nationalized, um, our son was not yet born. Um, and so I know we had kind of received some of the, the paperwork, but we didn't officially get it done. So I just wanted to make sure. You know, like I said, while I go through the process that um, we'll be able to take care of him as well. Um, I also had a question as far as the services that you guys offer. Um, I am familiar with other jurors um, here in our region. Um, but do you all list, um, as far as your nationality process, um, does it include going the additional steps as far as like the mortgage, um, you know, looking into like our mortgage, our property tax, or the businesses that we established prior to being nationalized and going through and getting all of that switched over um, into the trust, you know, and under the EIN, is that a, all a part of being nationalized or is that separate services that we would um, look onto your website to, you know, pay for additionally outside of being nationalized? I mean, do you want to answer that question? Yes, sir. Uh, that, that is a separate service system that we do offer as, along with uh, the nationalization process, but that is not included in the nationalization process. And I also wanted to just state as well um, for your child that if any child is 
under 18, 18 and under, are nationalized with the parent. A child 18 and over, they would have to pay, you know, separately for their nationalization process. But yes, ma'am, to answer your question, um, those are those are services that we provide, but they are separate services. Awesome. Thank you. I wanted to ask you just in case there was anyone else out there, you know, wondering or curious about it. So we do appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you for the good question. Do you have any other questions in the audience today? I wanted to ask you, uh, how long is the process? We try to keep the, um, once you do the intake and you have paid for your nationalization, we try to get that paperwork out to you within four to six weeks. And we've been good at keeping that paperwork out to you in that time. We make sure that we stay in touch with our new nationals that we talk to them constantly and let them know where we are in that process. So that process comes with you reviewing the video, you decide you want to come in, you uh, receiving your intake, and after that, we like to send you to uh, our cosmologist to see if you want to talk to Dr. Palatoon. Once you receive your name and decide what your name is, at that point, then we go to the next stage, which is genealogy and all those things, and then we'll receive your paperwork. And then as we're doing on this show, we're telling you what to do once you get that paperwork. Thank you so much. And and you said once you do four to six weeks, is it, it's automatic and can start, yes? Yes. Thank you. Uh, Rodney, Rodney, unmute and ask your question, dear. Sure, no problem. Hey, thank you. Um, hello, everyone. I had a quick question. In regards to your uh, current property, um, what are the benefits of switching, I, I believe, the deed over to the trust? What are the benefits of doing that? Great question. First, I want to let the audience know that is my brother, my best friend, Mr. Um, the benefits of adding your cars, houses, and everything under your tribal trust is the protection that happens as being a national. People like to do loans and different things like that on your property and your in your account. The way the Fourteenth Amendment uh, citizens operate, your tax exemption. So by moving your money in a tax exempt tribal trust account, it allows you to move autonomously without worrying about people coming after what you own. The same is control everything but own nothing. And that's what a tribal trust account does for you. Does that answer your comment, man? Yes, it does, and I appreciate it. And so the next question is by this beautiful young lady that's here. I don't want to mess up your name, so unmute and say your name, please. Peace, peace. My name is Sobik Naparu. I actually didn't have a question, um, but I, you know, I'm being invited by the speaker. I just hit join, not even thinking about it, but I wanted to bless everyone with peace. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Do you have any last uh, uh, words for our audience? This is a great informational show. Do you have any last words or advice for them or how to get in touch with you? I, I do appreciate each and every one of you all. Um, I can be reached at Almina She Amaru at gmail.com or 223 322 9984. If you would like to reach me, it's Tisha Moka at Yahoo.com. You can also reach me on Instagram at Tishanoka underscore law underscore phone. My phone number is 202 820 
0344. I thank everyone for joining the show. Our next show we'll have Dr. Powerton and we'll talk about how we tie cosmology and our Jewish program together. I want to say thank you. You can check out Ask the Jurist on otwtube.com, the visual. You can also catch him on underneath On the Wake Up Radio on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. And you go and you put On the Wake Up Radio and you look for Ask the Jurist and you can check out his past replays. Thank you and have a good day. Individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up. How to sign up for OTWT. Type in OTWT in your browser. It will bring up the home page. Then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account. Use your best email. Select a username and then enter a good, secure password. Now you're at the home page. click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe, click add as friend as well as click where the videos are click on a video to view like that video as well as comment and your exercise is done thank you for your support <laughs>